0: Change the word, sure choice. One mic, one voice. You can
1: change the word, sure choice. One mic, one voice. You can change the word, sure choice. One mic,
2: one
3: voice.
1: Welcome to the One Mike, One Voice show, Building the Collective Conscience, a show that is created to give space where your voice, ideas, and informed opinions can be heard, appreciated, and, yay,
0: debated. I am Michael Eric Owens. Welcome back, Mike. I'm your boy, DT, and um, welcome to episode 124. Wow. Titled The Journey. The Journey. Man, speaking of journey, last week was a journey for me. We uh, take our first steps out into the <laughs> the, the lonely realm of uh, podcasting alone. But Mike, uh, Mike was definitely there in spirit. I uh, got a chance; to, I was actually sitting in your seat too. Man, I don't know if Richard tells you that. He shared that. over over, <laughs> over there in the pilot's chair, checking out the controls. <laughs> well, uh, you seeing, did it, seeing what certain buttons do. <laughs> well, you did an,
1: an outstanding job,
0: man, and I, I got some positive
1: feedback. And um, you know, I knew you could do it. There was no doubt in my mind. So
0: it was fun. Man. Uh, so uh-uh. I, so I can take off
1: more often now.
0: I mean, hanger there with your boy, you know. <laughs> <what> I mean, <laughs> but yeah, if you must, man, I got your back, no doubt.
1: You know, we're so excited to uh, be in the studio today with episode, as DT said, one, two, four, the journey, the journey. You know, we want to, um, we want to teach you three things. When we talk about the journey, we're talking about life's journey the challenges that we face so number one in this podcast we want to we want to teach you how to deal with your face your challenges number two how to be present with yourself when you're going through this life's journey and number three we're gonna give you seven keys to life journey seven keys wasn't that a album or something you know well, stevie Wonder, i think keys to the to the life, or something like that, Stevie Wonder did. But folks, listen a journey, a traveling from one place to another, usually taking a rather
0: long time. Mm. Means you're not going to get there overnight, right? No. Means you're not no. going to get there tomorrow. Absolutely. Um,
1: you got to recognize that you are on a journey, that it's from one spot to the next, from birth to death, right? uh and all the things that play in between that. Uh Oliver Goldsmith said life is a journey that must be traveled no matter how bad the roads and accommodations.
0: (laughs) No matter how bad. No matter how bad, you know, um you know we come to learn pretty quickly that none of us are exempt from life's pains and trials and tribulations. A lot of us like to think that, you know, we're somehow cloaked in the protection of, mm. uh, of uh, you know, for everlasting positivity and peace, but that's not always the case. Well,
1: and indeed and maybe somebody listening to us right now is living the, the, the stress-free, perfect, tranquil <laughs> life. Then you just need to just turn us off, right? <laughs> yeah. Because this episode not is not for you. for you. This episode is for... I think people that are living, uh, in a reality, um, that we all face.
0: And ones of those that are still in the trenches.
1: In the know. trenches that we all go through. I don't care. This, this is beyond race. It's beyond gender. It's beyond socioeconomic status. It's beyond geography. This is about life and living life and, and, and dealing with not only the challenges that you face, but as we will find out in this episode, the challenges that are within you. Mm. Sometimes the ones that
0: within you are bigger than the ones that are external, <laughs> <Say> right? <that. laughs> you know, they say uh, we are our own worst enemies at times. Mm. And uh, I think anybody looking in the mirror can, you know, start to analyze and find faults and things like that. And then it become to the point where you're overly analytical, of yourself and you're judging and you're listening to all the outside noise and the inside noise and it can become a big mess. Am I good enough? Am I worth it? Mm. Do
1: I trust myself? Do I have Mm. talents and gifts? Mm. Mm. Yeah. How do others view me? Mm. Am I valued? Mm. Right. Where, where is your self esteem at? Right. They respect me. Right. Who has tore down your self-esteem am i being heard Mm. yeah i mean sometimes those challenges within are greater than those that we uh, deal with on the out kate marie o'brien did this um this video about obstacles and challenges let's um let's take a listen and we're gonna come back and talk about it
4: obstacles are opportunities Now, what would it be like if we really related to our obstacles as that? And that we saw that the things that come up are opportunities for our growth, for what it is that we're here to expand into. Most of the time, though, we don't experience that. That's not the experience, even though logically we might agree with those Facebook quotes. See, if there's something that I really want that's down there, and it's in the distance, and I'm like, man, I really want that thing, it just feels so juicy it feels exciting and then like I get all pumped up and motivated then I'm like yeah I step out and I go to do it now here's the thing the universe tests us we take that step out and then something comes up to actually say you know how much do you really want this how much are you willing to like step up and be resourceful rather than like just reacting to the resources that show up see Every time we have an obstacle that comes up, most people turn around and then just get stopped. Now obstacles can look like something external happening in your external environment like the money runs out someone says no the contract doesn't come through you don't have permission in some kind of way from another external person or your partner doesn't agree or your family thinks that it's a load of crap what you're doing or you get some negative feedback or whatever happens in the external environment that has us go ah or it can be obstacles from the inside you know something inside of you saying that this is just too hard what the heck do you think you're doing like seriously who do you think you are that you can do this I'm not good enough I look out there and I see all these people who you know they've got it nailed oh my goodness you know I'm just so far away from that or whatever it is like this fear this fear this fear that comes up it's either external obstacles or internal obstacles whatever the heck the obstacle is guess what they're just opportunities opportunities for you to actually expand who you are because when you expand your perspective and you see more and you have the ability to whatever comes up in your life like you can really step up and you can face it you can dance with it you can boogie with it guess what there's nothing that you can't go nose to nose with toe to toe with there's nothing that will have you be stopped if what it is that you really want has such a clear intention and such a clear why or why the heck it's so important for you to go for that thing. Like what is your stand that is going to have you committed beyond your own personal comfort zone? See, when you're clear on your stand, you're clear on your intention and you're clear on the why that drives you, there is nothing that could come up that would stop you. Those things that come up, they're opportunities because they expand how you're being. They expand your internal resourcefulness and that's what we're here for. See, it's not just getting the end result. It's expanding who you are in the process. Whatever it is that you're...
1: Man, she had a lot to say. Yeah, a lot, a lot to say. Obstacles our opportunities for growth. Mm-hmm. I think that that's just a powerful way of looking at the things we face in life. And I, and I get it. I, I get it when doubt creeps in. And those deep moments when we're facing that which stands in front of us or that which is inside of us, that brings doubt, that brings despair. It's so difficult to say Mm -hmm. to oneself, this is an opportunity, Mm -hmm. but it is, right? Um, Because a lot of this, when we talk about folks just joining us, we talk about the journey, life's journey, facing challenges, how to be present with yourself through these things, and then the seven keys to life's journey. You know, it's about... It's about dealing with that inside you, your
0: perspective and how you look at things. Uh, excuse me. Uh, you know, it's a lot uh, more difficult, Mike, because people have uh, been burned mm. in the past, mm. uh, walking around with a lot of damage and pain and all of those um, those things that 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 make it hard for them to see a future in front of them. There's a lot of friction uh, with the future because, you know, these people are living in the past and finding comfort in that old self. Um, mm-hmm. Just being able to get by and function based off the dysfunction that has mm-hmm. Im- implied itself into your life. And so um, hard to look forward when, you know, my head's turned turn back, dragging all that. can I, mm-hmm. Try to drive forward looking back.
1: How'd that work out? Ouch! (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't work. The only way to move forward is to look forward, right? The only way to know where you're going is to have your eyes in the forward position. But I like how how Kate talks about all of this will expand who you are. Mm -hmm. And we've talked so many times on this show about growth, right? About uh, reaching your full potential, about Mm self-actualization. And... You know, through – through, I, I, I truly believe that it is through these difficult situations where you really discover who you are, mm-hmm. right, that you really find that, right, that thing in you that you never knew existed, right, that could take you to the next step, right, that could carry you over uh, the difficult waters, right?
0: Uh, yeah. 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 You know, it's like – in my in my viewpoint, that that scenario is just like a new level of life unlocked, right? Now you just reach to the next stage. I know Richard likes to play video games, so he didn't understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> you unlock that new level of yourself,
1: like man, oh wow, a new world. I didn't even <laughs> know. World. I did even know about. It. Oh, look at all the gold coins!
0: Wow. Mm. You know, it's just it's just like you said, a, a rediscovering of of who you are. And I like the point. I like the way that she put that. Um, expanding who you are, you know, mm-hmm. kind of gives the message that there is no ending mm-hmm. uh, to us evolving as people. And so mm-hmm. over the lifespan, uh, it's not, you know, necessarily getting to a specific place, but being able to see yourself and realize that you're always changing, mm-hmm. always evolving, always getting better or adjusting. So uh, yeah. that evolution over the, the lifespan is really what you want as opposed to reaching the end. Because at that Absolutely. point, you might as well call the quits anyway. Yeah,
1: the evolution. Of the human spirit. Stand, she says. Stand beyond your comfort zone. Mm. You know, sometimes, man, things rock us. Ouch. You like know, a some- t- punch. <laughs> punch. Oh. you know what I mean? Sometimes we own the canvas. Mm. Sometimes we fall off the horse, mm-hmm. right? But man, you gotta get back up in the saddle. You gotta you gotta, you gotta get again. get that smelly sauce you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I said Mike wake mom yeah you still here you surviving <laughs> <here." laughs> get back up because the battle's not over I said right the race is not done and yeah. we're gonna talk about that level of commitment <laughs> uh coming up in the show but but the question that the, the 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 key I think at this stage what I what I want our listeners to focus in on if you're dealing with uh, a challenge and you're either just got done dealing with a challenge or one is coming your way. So let's, <laughs> let's just be clear. um You're going to face one. Ask yourself this question. How am I going to use this to grow myself? Wow. Reflection, man. And, and you know what? What about the person that's did you wrong? Betrayed you, lied to you use you, then you look at yourself in the mirror and you say, how am I going to use this to grow myself? It's easy to focus in on that betrayal. It's easy to focus in on that pain, that 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 person that stabbed you in the back. It's easy to to, to put all your energy there, mm-hmm. but you're not moving.
0: You're stagnant. You're, you're stagnant. stagnant.
1: You're stagnant. You know, I I posted something um, earlier. It pops in my mind right now. Let me pull it up right quick. And uh, we're going to take a break here in just a second. But let me pull this up right quick because, um, come on, let me find it. Don't keep the people waiting, Mike. Help me out. Yeah, here we go. All right, he's got it. Dr. King.
0: Dr. King.
1: If you can't fly, then run. Let's go to break, brother. If you can't run, then walk. (laughs) If you can't walk, then crawl. But by all means, keep moving. MLK. Folks, we taking a break. Hang in there. We're getting deeper. You can overcome every challenge that you face. You can do it. We'll be right back.
3: Oklahoma Humanities Brain Box Podcast uses the humanities to take listeners on a deep dive into the issues affecting American society and culture. Join some of Oklahoma's most interesting and knowledgeable humanities scholars to explore how history, literature, ethics, philosophy, and other humanities fields inform our understanding of current events and the human experience. And to find the Brain Box Podcast, simply search "Brainbox Podcast on iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, and any other podcasting library. If you have any ideas or comments rattling around in your noggin, email us at brainbox at okhumanities.org.
0: This is Dr. Laura Gelat, and when I listen to podcasts, I always listen to the One Mic, One Voice show.
1: Yeah, pulling ourselves up, standing up, not hunched over, standing up with your head high and your chest out, shoulders back, knowing that you are somebody, knowing that you have value, knowing that you have gifts and talents, knowing that you serve a purpose in your family, in your community in this world how do you discover who you are along life's journey we must be present when we just talked a minute d about and you talked about it earlier i can correlate that with always being stuck in the past our energy being placed in a different space right So that challenge, if my energy is faced, is placed upon that challenge, then I'm stagnant. I'm not present with myself. I am present with the challenge. Just like if I'm always stuck in the past, the difficulties, the the shortcomings, the failures of the past, then I am. As ironic as it may sound, I am. <laughs> I am present in the past. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right. You're living somewhere, just not right here. <laughs>
1: not just, just not in the the here and now, right? Uh, like Pledger said, the future is now, and so you have to learn to be present and not consumed by that thing, whatever that thing is. Not be consumed. And it's so easy. when you Just think about it. When somebody says something negative about you, let's weigh the value of that versus the compliment. Mm-hmm. I can tell y'all, man, D, you look sharp today, bro. Because you, you are, bro. you looking pretty smooth today. appreciate it. You know that? You'd be like, hey, that's good. it's good. But then if somebody comes back and say, man, man, DT, man, he's he a jerk, man. I can't. That dude don't want to listen to nobody. You know, which one? Which one galvanizes more of your energy? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you that's second <laughs> Definitely, definitely going to must up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we have to change that, right? Because we're present. We're present with whatever we place our energy, our thoughts into, right? And so no matter, and this is, Alina Stewart says, no matter what kind of challenges or difficulties or painful situations you go through in your life. We all have something deep within, Mm -hmm. deep within us that we can reach down and find the inner strength to get through them. I circle something deep within. And then I underline reach down. And then I underline again, inner strength,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: right? It's already present. Ralph Ellison said the problems with Americans, and we can say the problems with people, is they really don't know who they are. Mm -hmm. This is when we get back to knowing who you are and knowing what lies within you. And if only if you're present with yourself, if you're intimate with your own thoughts, if you're evaluating who you are and what you are, then guess what? You you realize there's, there's something in there. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, D, it's not bad to take a look at in the past then. right? You say, well, yeah, I made it through that. Mm-hmm. You mean when such and such happened to me, I'm still
0: here. Look at me now.
1: Man, I'm still standing, right?
0: You know, a lot of people are like clouded by today's activities. You got work, you got the family, you got, I mean, school, if that's your your jam right now, Um, financial issues, all these things that kind of cloud you and don't give you the opportunity to go inward and look around. And so um, going back to that Ralph Ellison quote, a lot of people have this uh, disconnect with identity because they haven't had time to themselves with themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... You know, you're just in a, in, a, in a mode then where you just react to the world. You know, mm-hmm. you don't really have time to sift through yeah. your own real feelings and real yeah. thoughts and real, you know, things that give you identity. But you kind of just going through the motions and, you know, go, kind of going along with every, what everybody else is, is doing. And those outside voices, um, kind of like you said, sometimes they become too loud. Um or the experience may be too painful for them to to go back and, and review that. The you know
1: <laughs> I I mean this 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 thing of questioning yourself. She was kind of pointing to some of the things that you talked about. I don't think we question ourselves, right? I mean we question others. We want to know why people do this or why did you do that to me? This, But we never internally question ourselves. You talked about your feelings, taking that time to really question, why do I feel this way right now? Right. I know this has transpired in my life. Why am I reacting to this? This way. Why is there not hope? Versus despair. Why do I feel defeated and not an overcomer? And and this is what we're talking. When you are present with yourself, you begin to articulate this to the self. It's not wrong with having a conversation with yourself. Nowadays, with 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 uh, you know, Bluetooth technology, if you're driving in the car, you don't you don't know who's talking to themselves, right? <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, before you had Bluetooth, you look over and you go like, man, what? <laughs> boy talking to himself or something. <laughs> but now you don't know. Talk to yourself.
0: You know. Get comfortable with yourself.
1: To thine own, own self be true. Mm-hmm. Know who you are. Right. But there are moments, D, where we have to be healed. There are moments, I think there are, there are, there are challenges in our life that wound us to such a point that we have to be healed. And I want to encourage you, there's nothing wrong with counseling. There's nothing wrong with having a therapist. There's nothing wrong with sharing your feelings. You know, this, I, you know, man, don't cry and all this other. No, no, no. We're going to talk about tears a little later on, right? There's nothing wrong with. Because we are created as emotional beings, right? Why well, you got tear ducts if you ain't supposed to use them? You know what I mean? I'm, I'm so mine up. <laughs> when a doc, got mine sewed up. I can't cry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, well dry. <laughs> right. Got him drop the well. <laughs> I mean, listen. His don't listen. live
0: here no more.
1: Sometimes you got to be your own doctor. Sometimes you got to be your own counselor, you know? That's it. You know what I mean? And, and the counsel, a good counselor is going to be honest with you. Mm. So sometimes you got to be honest with yourself.
0: Because you know best. You know best. <laughs> you know best. <laughs> and you know, Mike, it's, it's funny because, you know, that level of uh, reveal mm. is is uh, very, very therapeutic mm. and also challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, what we're talking about here is, is the obstacles and, and that Mm -hmm. being an obstacle for a lot of people just to be able to truthfully look at themselves in the mirror and, um, take the false, take the good, take the bad Mm -hmm. and, and just keep what makes sense for you, you know, really Uh, a lot of the other stuff is just noise, but like you said, taking that look in America can at least help you to start deciding what parts you want to keep and what parts you need to throw away. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely.
1: You know, we are all wounded. That's the reality. Everyone under our breath has been wounded one time or another in their life. We're in this thing. To, what I'm trying to say, we're in this thing together. I'm not just you know, I'm talking to the person in the mirror, like Michael Jackson said, a man in the mirror, right? That's who I'm talking to. Mm. We in this thing together, we all wounded, but that's why we have to be pulling for each other. You're not alone. And I want you to listen to this next clip that we got here. This is a cancer survivor. And I, I want, I want to stress to you. Um, He, he was 13 years old when he found out what type of cancer he had and, And this particular cancer, only 500 people in the world get it a year. We talked about external challenges. I want you to pick those out in here. But I also want you to look at his perspective, his attitude. He never went low. He remained positive. We're going to take a listen, and we come right back.
3: It's sarcoma. It's only given to about 500 people in the world a year. It's one of the rarest cancers you can get. And at the time, it was actually really scary. I had a huge uh, lump that was growing on my leg and people didn't really know necessarily what it was. They thought it was maybe a cyst or something like that. And it turned out that it was cancerous. Within a week, we did a biopsy. And then within the month, I had found out that I was diagnosed with stage three synovial sarcoma. The first thing I remember when I was diagnosed is that the people that were in my room were my doctor, my parents, and then also my brother, and the reason that I remember that is because they were all crying. And the reason that I find that so important is because I was sitting there and I was smiling. I was happy. And in a weird way, is the reason I was doing that is because I knew it was in stage four at the time. You know, it was kind of my way of showing that I could overcome this. I can. I can beat something like this over the last five years I've done hundreds of doctors visits even more blood tests and blood work too many hospital visits and then I've done over eight surgeries I realized that I wanted to live not a cancer patient life but a normal life and I knew that my normal at that time and it still is today is that it's not a normal for anyone else but it's my normal is completely different from what any else will ever experience because they don't have to visit the doctor every three weeks or they don't have to do a scan every two months or constantly have to worry about is my lung gonna collapse, is my am I gonna have another relapse? Um, how many days do I have left? But over the last five years I realized that I never really thought about it that much. I realized that worrying about your disease or worrying about what's going to happen would cause it to happen and by not having to think about it and just enjoying life and cherishing every moment I had, it really brought actually the most happy five years I've ever had. So something that people always told me daily and way too often was that I had insane amount of courage to go through what I was doing. And that was really strange for me to realize because it was kind of just me doing me. Battling cancer, you never lose. And you never will lose, even if you, one day the fight ends. When something like that happens, you you never lose to it. You just start a new journey. And that's kind of what life's all about, is that you find journeys and you find paths that you take to get to that final goal. Of whatever it is you want in your life and in my life that is just to be with the people I love and then to enjoy every single moment living for others is kind of the most important thing in my life living for others simply just means giving each other hope but hope hope really means is what kind of makes this world so special because that's what keeps people together this hope that you can come through anything and really in the last five years that's kind of what I've learned is that hope is the most important thing, not just for me, but also for the people around me. And it turned out like over the years, it it wasn't people giving me hope to fight the battle. It was more me giving other people hope that I could do it. And I still believe that I can do it. That's kind of what I wanted to learn from it because giving people hope is the most important thing simply because that's what brings us together. And it also brings us back onto that journey and getting to the end of our goal. And that journey is always motivated and always starts off by giving each other hope. Never give up, even when all the odds are against you. I've had to, for the last five years, prove every single doctor and every single person that I've met wrong because I've had so many challenges where I shouldn't even be here anymore and just living another day is proving a doctor wrong or proving everyone wrong that you are stronger you may not realize it but the reason that you are battling that disease or you're battling something like this is because you can do it there's a reason that you are the one that are going through it and not your best friend it's because you're the one that's going to show the rest of the world that you can do it
1: wow (laughs) Man, what do you say? 13 when he was diagnosed.
0: Remarkable young man. Synovial sarcoma is a rare form of cancer which occurs primarily in the extremities of the arms or legs, often in close proximity to joint capsules and tendon sheaths. It is a type of soft tissue sarcoma. So this this cancer grows in the connective tissues and joints.
1: He smiles. I love the spirit, man. Man, I mean, that's... <laughs> I mean, how, how do you get to the point where you can hear something so devastating as that but still pierce through that darkness and see a glorious light? He said, I'm just glad it wasn't stage four. I mm, smile yeah. while crying. everybody else was. Broke down, right? He was 13. I mean, that is look, guys. I'm not dead exactly, <laughs> exactly. For me, yet I can beat this thing. You know, he said some things. He said, You never lose. Oh,
0: I wrote that down too. Never lose. You never lose.
1: You just start a new journey, take a new route. You never lose. I mean, could I mean, couldn't we, man? It, couldn't we gleam that into our own life? Like when we're going through something, even though it may seem like we are losing, but we realize we will never lose. No, no, no. Mm. This is not a loss for me, right? This is a new door. It's a new opportunity. It's another path, but I'm not losing a
0: day. Mm-hmm. You know, Mike, that's a mindset. Oh man. Um, you know, not everybody's capable, but you know, it's it's definitely a mindset that gets you um, on the path to beginning to trust yourself for the first time. Mm. Um, and that sounds kind of strange, right? Yeah. That you have to ask yourself for permission to trust yourself. Uh, but that's where we are.
1: Exactly. Strange, but true. Mm-hmm. And strange, but powerful, right? Because oftentimes we, w- we won't admit that we don't trust ourselves, our ability, Right?
0: because someone has damaged us mm-hmm. right um make it also hard to accept your strengths too because mm-hmm. uh, now you've you've scared to flex yourself and you know what is that going to look like to other people who have judged you in the past absolutely you haven't quite shown this this side of yourself before so absolutely uh, hide don't hide your cards you can
1: come through anything now th- again i I'm not talking to you about me. I'm talking to you about what this young man said. This young man that has went through the fire and come out on the other side. He said, you're going through this because you can do it. It wasn't given to your best friend. It was given to you because you can do it. Let's go back. Elena Stewart. We have something deep within us that if we can reach down and find the inner strength to get through it, you are capable. That's what he's saying. That's why it was given to me. Right?
0: Because I could do this. I'm going to show you how to handle this thing. man. And he did. I'm going to prove you wrong. (laughs) <laughs> i'm gonna show the doctors a new, trick. <laughs> <laughs> a new trick
1: oh man that's so powerful and i like I'm, I'm just gonna bring it together we're gonna we're gonna take a break here but i'm gonna bring this thing back together here and uh um you know uh richard taplin our engineer when we come back off a of break he also have dealt with uh cancer and come through it and I've asked him just to share a little bit about his experience. And so we're going to go into that when we come back. But I'm going to sum up with what uh, Tim talked about in this video. You can become hope. You can be hope yourself. Others can see hope in you. Folks, let's become hope. Not a word. But an action figure. Of hope. We'll be right back. everyone this is roxy davis and this is deborah burris and we are the The roxy Roxy by design Design show (laughs) our show is designed to bring healing as we share our stories while god redesigns our lives so take a ride with us so you can find us at podbean itunes facebook and twitter
2: and (laughs) blackstudios.com
1: so thank you everyone for listening to the roxy by design show you have a blessed
3: day we love you
0: This is DT of the One Mic, One Voice podcast. just want to let you guys know you can go over to iTunes and search us at One Mic, One Voice and be sure to rate and review our episodes. Let us know about any feedback that you have and what you enjoy about the episodes. Also, you can go over to Stitcher where you can get the latest and freshest episodes of our podcast streamed directly to your smartphone or iPad. No downloading or syncing. How cool. Real smooth. Also, we'd just like to take the time to thank you for your time and for your energy and for spending time with us as we discuss the historical record of our time.
1: We all face things, there is no discrimination when it comes to challenges. Tall, short. I'm not going to say it. Fat, skinny. Smart. I'm not going to say that. But we all face it, folks. No matter who we are. No matter our wealth, our status. Um, we all have battles to face in this life. I just got a hole in the roof. mm Something, <laughs> air conditioner won't work, and 112. That is a challenge. But Richard and some of you have have heard his his story. But I think it's fitting for him to share just for a few moments. Um, what, um, what he's been through. What was his initial thoughts? Um, what turned it around for him, and what advice he would give to uh folks facing challenges. It doesn't have to be a health challenge. It can be any type of challenge. Um I think the ingredients for facing it are all the same. So talk a little bit, brother.
2: So so this is the episode I'm introduced to. <laughs> You've been introduced before. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah, no Welcome, uh I, I thank you guys for giving me a platform uh to be on you guys' show and you guys are having a phenomenal show, like always. Um you know it's just talking nothing but no um so yeah uh back in two thousand eleven I was diagnosed with uh uh stage one lung cancer non small cell and um it was a uh it was a rough time I was working for the post office uh I just had my first born son in may and that october uh is when I was officially diagnosed and um you know whenever you hear news like that uh especially I was like about twenty five and actually i was a healthy male man you know i wasn't built like dt but you know <laughs> we gotta do what we gotta do but um so i i it was rough uh you know i fell into depression um i got assigned a counselor uh during that time but i was so struggling with um kind of like what you were saying earlier you know i wasn't wanting to talk to myself i felt like the you know the the curtain the last call was being you know called on my life and you know, I, I, I never blame, you know, the heavenly father or anything mm-hmm. like that. You know, I just know that's the type of world we in. Mm-hmm. And, but I was really sad because, you know, I felt like I just finally had my first born child and, you know, yeah. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna make it. I wasn't a smoker. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, y'all know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Not a smoker. It was just one of those things. So don't, don't let, you know, just to clear that out, a lot of people are surprised, but yeah, don't, don't let that, that, that stuff like that happens all the time. Yeah. Um but I actually kept it a huge secret from my family. Mm. Uh my family did not know uh, my my mom, my father, they uh I just told them I had ulcers in my lungs.
1: So why did you hold it, keep it a secret? I was
2: embarrassed. Mm. I was embarrassed and I know it sounds weird but you know, uh the type of person I was. You know, I was just like my, my my grandfather, he died of colon cancer. You know, he didn't let no one know he wasn't going to the doctor until it was stage 4. Mm. Um but I, I just, I, I was embarrassed by it. You know, I felt like it was a, it was a sign of weakness mm. for some reason. And, uh, my wife, my current wife, she knows, she knew because, you know, we just had a firstborn son. Mm. So she actually saw me some days just off of fresh off of chemo. Mm. And, you know, my mind don't be right. Mm. Uh, my roommate found out just small people knew. He and my best friend, he didn't know. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I kept it secret up until 2013. Mm. Uh, I had a, uh, that must have been like, that's a burden to carry. Brother. It's it's a pointless burden. Mm. It's a pointless burden. And mm. I'll, I'll say that now with all confidence mm. in the world. It was the most dumbest thing I've ever done. Mm. Um, most selfish thing mm. i ever done. Mm. Uh, I was thinking that I was keeping it from them, but I was actually uh, not giving them the justice of the love that they have for me. Mm-hmm. And it was actually a day to bring up your, your the counseling session. Mm-hmm uh it was the summer of two thousand thirteen and uh, I went to my I was going to counseling and I saw my doctor sitting outside, and the buildings were kind of closed I was like oh, what's up doc what, what you doing here and he was like man you you, you mind if I, if I join y'all today I was like ah, psh, you know everything yeah go look let's go and man they they let me have it mm. they let me have it in a way where man, I was in tears mm. I was in mm-hmm. tears. I felt like a complete jackass mm-hmm. to the people that I love so much yeah. for not telling yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Uh, he broke it down to man, well, if something wrong with your son? And mm-hmm. he never told you. Mm-hmm. And all this time, I actually thought I was protecting them because who wants to hear bad news like that? Yeah, who wants to hear, you know, your son, your mm-hmm. brother, mm-hmm. you know, has a fatal disease. Mm-hmm and when she told me that and they broke it down man i was just like left there just like like i just got stabbed <laughs> like i was just beat up man but it was good i needed to have my ego have my way of thinking beaten up for a i could start understanding who richard is mm-hmm. How my process, how my mind processes mm. things. So I went on a journey of, uh, you know, to release certain stress because stress mm. takes a huge plug, put mm. pl- plague on a lot of things. Mm. That I think as humans, we don't really give stress enough credibility that it does deserve. Uh, and I remember the day I finally told my moms we was actually sitting in her kitchen and we was just talking. I think about food actually. And I just like, Hey mom, real quick. <laughs> uh, I got, I got cancer. Mm. And she looked at me she was like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, mm. I was like, "I've been having it for about two thousand eleven and she was like, "I knew it was something mm. she was like, What who, you know what's going on? You know she yeah. started playing the mama role. yeah, and then uh she' was like, Who all knows?" And I told her the few people that knew, and then the day I told my father and my sister one thing that my counselor told me is that uh, you know, I got to get rid of the stresses that stress me out. Mm. One thing that always stressed me out was their relationship mm. they they like to you know big batter you know mm. yell argue with each other, yeah." One day they was arguing when I was visiting. And I just went and I was like, man, I gotta quit arguing. But, or Richard, get out of here. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, no, nah, no. Nah. Boom, I got cancer.
0: <laughs> oh, man. This I mean, is your father and sister?
2: Yeah. And they sat there. They were like, what'd you say? <laughs> I was like, yeah. And y'all arguing ain't making no better. I was hoping <laughs> that was actually going to divert the fact that I just dropped that egg, that bombshell. No, nah, the argument man. just got diverted towards me. And they was like, well, why you ain't telling nobody? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. What are you doing? blah, man. blah. So it was actually kind of cool because I started telling my close circle, man, I could just feel the weight getting off my shoulders, man. I finally allowed the people who love me, the people I trust to help me out. Yeah. And so moving to 2014, I'll start wrapping this up. Moving to 2014, I changed my diet. I was a, I was a vegetarian. Mm -hmm. I need no dairy, no meat. Um, and I felt like everything was going good. Uh, and then I, uh, and even my cancer was getting a lot better. Uh, it was pretty much, I just, I had a lot of scar tissue. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, what ended up happening, like, I got, uh, ammonia, mm-hmm. uh, pneumonia. Mm-hmm. And I started losing weight mm-hmm. really fast. And I thought it was just because my I changed my diet. Mm-hmm. And then I remember on Mother's Day of 2014, me and my wife, uh, we went to uh, Louis to celebrate and the burger was looking fire. So I was like, man, let me, I haven't had a burger in a cool mm-hmm. minute. Ate the burger, went home, just threw up. Mm. Like, tomatoes coming out the nose. It was bad. Mm-hmm. And um, since then, I had a fever every single day. Mm. Uh, I remember the last time I went, I was getting to work where I couldn't even function at work anymore. Mm. But I didn't want to call in. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I still had bills to pay. I was a father at this moment. yeah. And um, I remember, like, it was May 23rd. I just couldn't do it at work no more. I remember driving home. And uh, I drove to my mom's house, mm-hmm. and I never left. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of June, mm-hmm. I, w- I lost my, my house. I mm-hmm. lost my car. I couldn't pay stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was stripped down from materialistic things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went from weighing like about $190, 180 a dollar thirty five. Um I couldn't eat anymore. Mm-hmm. I was throwing up everything. Wow. Uh, I was stuck to my mom's couch, mm-hmm. making it to the bathroom, was the hardest thing in the world Mm. uh and it got to the point the last day was um it wasn't looking good there's nothing was curing me i was just it was i just i was sick and i was just throwing up everything and i remember my homeboy de was with me and my mom was there and i remember i was just throwing it was like during the nba finals Mm. and i told him i was throwing up my spit Mm. like when i swallow my spit Mm. i was about to throw up I remember telling him, hey, dude, just go home, fam. Mm -hmm. I was like, don't worry about it, man. He was looking at me. He was like, man, I don't want to leave. I was like, dude, just go home. Mm -hmm. I was like, just try to get some rest, dude. And I remember my mom was running around, and I never saw her look so confused Mm -hmm. on what to do. And I remember telling her, hey, mom, just, uh, you know, let's go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And in my head, the re- real reason why I wanted to do that, because I was like, it would be so disrespectful if I died on this couch. I know my sister, I know my family good enough that they love me, but it would be awkward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would be mm-hmm. awkward. Yeah, yeah, this is the room that Richard died in. <laughs> so I was like, you know, let's go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got checked in. I was the sickest one in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And um, everything was going bad. Or I wasn't turning around. They wanted to do a biopsy on me, which I, I had them done previously. Uh, but normally, mentally, I can prepare myself. And uh, this is a story where I'm going to kind of end it all. But uh, I woke up the day that was going to a biopsy, and I was just, like, so stressful. Like, my hands were shaking. I couldn't even scratch my nose because I was poking myself in the eye. And um, I was trying to listen to music, play video games. Uh, nothing was relaxing. My mom was next to me, and she was snoring. I remember turning around, I was like, Mom, wake up. Hey. She's like, What's wrong with you? I was like, what you mean, what's wrong? I'm 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 freaking out. I can't sleep. I hate the hospital. I hate this stupid tree that's sitting outside looking like it's happy. I was like, I'm just I'm 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 frustrated. I'm done. And she was like, What are you talking about? I'm like, you snoring. Stop. And she was like, Well, you, you wanna say a prayer? And I was like, Might as well. <laughs> ain't nothing ain't nothing else working. She said a prayer, and that prayer was what was to become the richer y'all know of today. Mm. That prayer, it wasn't a prayer of, like, you know, I hope I make mm. it through. I hope, you know, I survive. It was just a prayer of just, just give me some peace of mind, mm. just for so I can ride this journey mm. wherever it takes me. I instantly stopped shaking, went down to do the bobsy. It was still a lot of BS, the road to recovery. (laughs) But after that, my whole, it was like I met this Richard who I wanted to meet after Mm -hmm. everything happened. He was Mm -hmm. born that day. Mm -hmm. And through that, just like what you guys were saying earlier and what the gentleman said right Mm -hmm. there, I look back at it as like I would never wish someone to go through something like that, Mm -hmm. but that was my blessing. Mm -hmm. That mm-hmm. was my blessing. I wanted to say this quote mm-hmm. that I remember I used to just have just, I wanted it just everywhere. Mm-hmm. When you come out of the storm, you won't be the same person who walked in. That's mm-hmm. what it's all about of going into storms. Mm-hmm. And what old boy was saying, that video that, uh, that now looked like he's a mm-hmm. young man, it was it was a glorious victory you have. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting outside when I got to the hospital, and I remember talking to my cousin. And, um, I told him I was like i was like i'm I'm a new man, mm. I was like, This world is going to regret mm-hmm. what it took me through, not in a negative way, mm-hmm. but because I became that black man, yeah, I became that responsible mm-hmm. brother, I became that not mm-hmm. no more laziness. Mm-hmm. I got work to do, and I look at it as a like that was me finally being able to see my reflection mm-hmm. and start improving on myself."
1: Well, you know, brother, your story right. sums up the entire episode.
2: No, yeah,
0: yeah <laughs> I mean episode I mean I mean really.
1: I mean really when you when you talk about that challenge being your greatest opportunity and how through the challenge you became present with yourself. You you spoke to yourself. You recognized yourself and you became a different person. Right. Yeah. Right. And as you said, looking back, although it was horrendous what you went through, man, you got refined through the process, brother. Yeah. And look at you now.
2: And I love it. And like I I I tell people that I, I kinda mentor even at work is that, you know, it has allowed me to not only form a better relationship with, you know, the Heavenly Father, but also a relationship with just who I am. Mm-hmm. Every morning I meditate Mm. I reflect on what I did the day before Mm -hmm. what I could have changed and what I what Mm. can I apply to it today yeah and doing that not only it helps you to understand like Mm. I ask myself you know why did I let that mess me up yesterday Mm. just really reflect on it absolutely and a lot of people don't want to do that yeah
1: absolutely but that's being present with yourself exactly and it's a beautiful thing yeah yeah understanding um why we react um and why we behave, what we give power to, mm-hmm. and what we give our power away to, and um, but brother, like I can say, you you are a remarkable young man. Uh, we could have just we we didn't even have to do the store, store, the show. All we had to do was to let you tell your story. <laughs> sure. He summed up everything, but well, that's beautiful. Thank you. You, you know,
0: um, D. Let's run through these seven keys, okay, to life's journey. So uh, as Richard stated earlier, you know, sometimes we're going to go through the storm. And when we come on the other side of that storm, we will not be the same. It uh, might be a little wet. Mm. have your hair messed up. You might need a new <laughs> set of clothes. But you come on the other side uh, renewed. So here are some of the things to uh, keep in mind as you're going through your storm or through life's journey. Uh, number one, <clears throat> know that everything has a beginning and an end. Uh, as they say, what, what goes up must come down. Uh, number two, with every mountaintop experience, there lies the valley.
2: Mm.
0: This gives us balance and perspective. We can't appreciate one without the other. Uh, number three, uh, tears are your strength and not your weakness. Hmm. Sorry to shed a couple of tears. Yeah, Release that mm. energy. Uh, number four, never concentrate on your pain or disappointments. Don't dwell on the past, folks. Mm. Uh, use it as a learning tool. Take what you need and move on. Now, number five: everything you need resides in you. Mm. Mm. Yeah, take that introspection. Take that look at inside, everything inside. Everything deep to see you need, what, what's there? Uh, number six: quitting is never an option. Never. Well, the young man tell us you never lose.
1: Never lose.
0: What's you gonna give up for? You play all quarters. And number seven, always find beauty and love and everything and everyone. Mm.
1: Man, those are some powerful keys to life's journey. If you could master those, <laughs> I think uh, just about anything you face, um, you will be able to to go through. You know, here's a song that uh, we're going to close the show out with. It's by one of my favorite artists, uh, Prince Roger Nelson. Because truly, folks, you are loved and adored. It too
0: many women to break up in your we're going to do it tonight. Just the drums. Same.
1: where in the distant future a scribe will reach down deep into the archives of our time and what will she find? Will she discover that we overcame our differences? Will she find that out of many we became one? Or will she find that we solved nothing and remain a divided people? Yes,
0: history will speak of us.